Mm. I think we're just gonna go off the phone because it's not. I don't know why it's not recording anything now. No. Okay. So it's gonna be. No, no changes. Nope. I don't even know why I do this because it's a touch screen too. I like actually using it. Like, podcast production. And that's supposed to adjust everything for us. Right. Channel strip de ether. Let's see if it could. Okay, there we go. Now it's recording. But yeah, I don't know, dude. Like. I got two more weeks of work and then I'm on vacation. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm just tired. Um, <laughs> we, we walked too much at the beach because we went to Cannon Beach mm-hmm. and we parked at the farther end. Cannon Beach where you can drive up on the beach? No. Cannon Beach is where the, there's a humongous rock where you can go and look at the sea creatures and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I actually took a, a couple pictures of some stuff. So it was just you, your mom, and uh, your brother and stuff, or just sister come too? Yeah, my sister came too, and her boyfriend. Is she still with that dude? Yep. What, what do you think of the artwork? We bought this. I'm not going to put this. No. No. But. We bought this. It's basically every major building or one building in Portland. We bought that upper playground in downtown Portland. Mm, okay. We bought, we got those two pictures. That one's a little bent up, but we got those two pictures of downtown Portland. Wow. We were at, yeah. We bought this from an actual art vendor. But like, I fucking love it because it's kind of like a stencil drawing. Okay. Of everything. Yeah, Portland. I'm a fucking fan, bro. <laughs> People don't understand my love for it. One day I will live there. It's fine. Yeah. And then I, I just don't like the track. This is actually I found this online. I actually met the person. So like this is from a band locally in Portland called Band of Skulls, right? I have that painting over there. Some people say it looks like a vagina. But, <laughs> but yeah. And it's got the ticket. Like their artwork. There's a picture back down down there. But and this is Confucius. This is actually old ass. That photo. is not actually Confucius. I call him Confucius. Because when my brother, when my my brother knew this old couple that the guy was in World War Two and spent a lot of time in Japan, this photo is from nineteen thirty something. So it's actually a felt painting, so it's on like a certain type of material. It's not like on like a regular paper. It's rice paper. Rice paper, I think it's regular rice paper. But I don't know who it is. But it's old as fuck. Have you checked the value on it? No. I tried to look up that. The, the signature right there? Yeah. Is that an I R? I cannot. I can't find anything on it. I'm assuming it was a local artist from Japan. But it's fucking nice, isn't it? I don't know if it's yeah, racist it's to have this good. up. <laughs> How is that racist? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're not the ones who invaded their country and killed their <laughs> We kind of bombed their country. What if it's from Japan? <laughs> we kind of destroyed hundreds of... We killed millions of people. That's, that's uh, Vietnam. Yeah, Vietnam. Well, no, Vietnam, a lot of people died, but soldiers died. Not a lot of civilians died. Yeah. But when we bombed Hiroshima, 
in World War Two when we nuked them. That oh, killed yeah, them. That's like, right, that's right. Watch, look that up. Look that up. How many people died in Hiroshima? You got your phone? It's Hiroshima. Here. But what, okay, can I tell you one thing, though? What's that? You can't, as a grown man, if you're looking for, I'm going to be your personal stylist. You can't wear shirts that have sayings on them. <laughs> Why not? It's because, funny. It's funny, yes. You can, you can look at a meme and laugh and say it's funny. But when it comes to fashion, you can't wear shirts with words on it. Everybody knows you shop at Target. I didn't buy this at Target, though. Where'd you buy? Online. We're online. From a car group. A car group? Yeah, well, basically off-road group, yeah. You are what you want. <laughs> I'm not judging you. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Did you press play on this? Yeah. Okay, so this is already recording? I think so. It's turned black, but I, I think it, it. I pressed record. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. It says it's recording. What about what about? All of these are recording. Okay. Although I don't know how long this one will last. Okay, so you got the phone on and everything. Mm -hmm. So basically, we're gonna edit out everything that happened prior to this. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, dude. I'm ready. Oh, hold up. Record this. Just be careful of that uh, picture. Don't be spilling stuff on it. Oh no. Okay. All right. So now it's recording. But yes, one. So, I don't know. The, the only thing I don't the thing I don't understand about that scenario is like you lived in the United States for twenty, you're twenty five now, right? Twenty seven. Twenty. You're twenty seven. I thought you're twenty. Well, you're twenty five, and that makes sense. <laughs> but so you're twenty seven. You lived here since two thousand four. What year were you born? Ninety four. So, the majority of majority of your life you spent here in the United States, dealing with shit. Yeah. That you basically inherited. Yeah. When was like the first time you had to start when you started working? Was that did you deal with this shit in high school? I started my first part time job when I was fourteen. Fourteen. Damn. Fourteen. Bussing tables. Where at? At the restaurant that my dad used to work for. Yeah, work. What restaurant? The Jerusalem Cafe. Your dad worked for the Jerusalem Cafe. Yeah, he worked there for... He so bust tables for a Mediterranean Jewish restaurant. Yeah. I love that Baba Gadush. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah, basically he worked there since, I believe it was 2007, all, all the way to 2013. So, your dad, is he around? Like, is he still in Washington? No, no, he's out of the picture. Yeah. He's been, yeah. So he was roughly for a split amount of time... He was more of a come-and-go person. You know, obviously, my mom had me, left, came back when I was four, come on, pregnant again, had my sister, left. Uh, we found him, actually, at another person's house when my sister was about one or two. Mm -hmm. Then disappeared again, didn't get to see him until I was nine. You know, then, was that the last time you saw him? Uh, not, uh, I saw him when I was nine for the first time that I actually remember. Uh, like, actually, the way... Uh, actually, you know, it, when I met him when I was nine years old, I didn't even know who he was. My mom asked me... Wait, so he introduced you to a, this man. That well, is your father. Well, well, check this out. My mom, she brought me to her house, and she had two guys there. One of them was my mom's cousin, and one of them was my dad. She asked me, which one do you think is your dad? And I... She gave, I, you a, she, gave you a, she gave you a test? Yeah. And I actually thought my mom's cousin was my dad. What? That's how little I knew him back then. Then what did she do that she's like, you're wrong? Yeah. She's like, no, that's not him. That's my cousin. That's your dad. I'm like, 
Oh, okay. <laughs> so it should be more confusing for you? It was very awkward at first. But then I started seeing the resemblance. <laughs> I mean, we look practically alike. When you show me the picture of him, you do look quite... You yeah. can tell you're definitely his son. Yeah, except he has black beard and I don't. <laughs> Which is kind of odd because, like, your mom is obviously, like, very, very Hispanic. And your yeah. dad is very Hispanic. Yeah. So the red beard is like a her- like a recessive gene that you got from either one of them. Well, um, what about yeah, your, I'm, do you I'm, have any uncles or grandparents that like or grandfathers or anything that have like the red beard? No, already? actually, I'm the first person that has the red the red beard, and it's weird because on the on the um, uh, options no, options are easy. Uh, the test that I took for um, nationality or whatever. Said so that I was forty six percent American and indigenous and thirty six percent Spaniard. So that's probably what it's coming. Most from. likely, dude. You got to think like when I've never done a twenty three and me or a genetic test, but like my dad's from Portugal. You know, he's from the islands. A lot of people come and go. Yeah, Portuguese people are primarily Eastern Europeans who migrated to the western part of Europe. So when I start growing a beard and it's red. People like, you know, but like my mom is white and she's Irish, Scottish, typical shit that you, a little bit of Canadian from yeah. what she said. But so I was like, ah, that's why I got a red beard. But then you, Canadians are French. Yeah. So like, that's what I thought. So like, I thought like, oh, she's Canadian, but they're white people. I might have a red beard. But then as I've gotten older, I'm like, oh, well, it's Spaniard. Spaniard people have red beards. It's not uncommon. Yeah. So like, I don't think it's uncommon. I do think that because they are from like uh, Middle East, Eastern European, I think it's less common. You're more likely to get the red gene from, jeez, Louise. You're more likely to get the red gene from like Irish or Scottish. Yeah. So I mean, we're just kind of like mixed with a lot of shit later down yeah. the generation. You know, look at my kids. My my child's blonde. <laughs> you know, he looks like me with blonde hair. Then my other son looks like my father-in-law to the T. Like, when you see my... You, you met him that one yeah, time. Yeah, I met right him once, yeah. So, like, he looks like... When he was a baby, when he started growing his hair, he looked like my father-in-law. So, it's like, <laughs> my kids aren't going to take... It'll look like me. You know. <laughs> He's letting it go over here. You're pooping in it up? Yeah, I'm just pooping it up. Oh, you said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... That's awesome. You know, you know daddy, daddy loves you. <laughs> but um yeah so you see my kids they're like little blonde Scandinavian children that look like me so it's like evolution is great you know but like but like I don't know like it's weird like I grew up most of my life you know uh, my parents have been married for 40 years and I've met uncles and aunts that come and go out of my life everybody else has come and go out of my life my aunts my uncles uh, my grandparents I have a grandfather I haven't seen and 17 years and he lives in Denver, Colorado so he's not my my mom's dad and my dad's parents both have passed away and uh, like I've met them multiple times but they didn't speak English they spoke Portuguese so like when they met like when they saw me they'd be like oh hey, give me a hug they'd either ask me like are you hungry or um you're getting skinny you need to eat they always wanted to feed me that's a typical grandparent instinct though. yeah that's what, they heard. that's what they did with all their grandkids well my dad's uh, sisters and her brothers their kids were either they married my aunts and uncles married Portuguese men or women or Mexican women or Mexican men so they all speak Spanish and they all speak Portuguese so I, I'm the only one me and my brother and my sister are the only ones that couldn't 
couldn't communicate with my grandparents. So when they passed away, I was a lot less connected to them and didn't never conversate with them because there was a it, like language difference. And so that that was a little like, you know, I wish I could have gotten to know them more. And at that age, I never thought like, oh, I should learn the language to understand them. Now I wish I did. Yeah. You know, 40 years later, my parents are still married. So it's a different dynamic. So it's like when, you know, you tell me about your scenario, it's like, I, I can't relate. I can understand how you feel. But then like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, grew out of it, really. I just minded my own business, just took charge of what I needed to get done and did it. You did it. That's really it. Right? You did what had to be done. Like, but if you think about it, like, you basically were the father figure for your younger brother. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> like, he is a smaller version of you. I don't. He's, like, he's a mini-me. He does. He's a mini-you, <laughs> and he does look like he Obviously, he's your father's son. And, you know, he's, what, how old is he now? Ten? He's eight. He's eight. Yeah, he's uh, almost as tall as me now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Today we're at my brother's house. My brother's oldest son is like 6'2". He's like taller than my brother now. Like, he's going to be a freshman in high school. Oh, God. And, like, right, it's like he's entering the douche years. He's, he's still got four more years to, no, actually five more years to grow. He's going to keep growing. Yeah. And yeah. then his younger brother, Luke, is almost as tall as him. But, like, thicker. Like, he's a heffier, he's got a little chub on him, but he's he's a bigger boy. Where Aiden plays football, so he's starting to lean out more, and he's getting stronger. So he's starting to get this cocky, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to high school attitude. We're all there once, you know? Except for me. Except for the, the high school, I was still small. And... I, I, I've been the same. You know what's weird? <laughs> like, like, my nephews give me shit about being small, but while I was in high school, nobody ever referenced my height one time. Like, the, I knew I was short, obviously. Like, I played basketball. I knew how where I was short on the spectrum of people that were tall. Yeah. But nobody ever said, was like, you're really short, Greg. You know, you're abnormally small. Nobody ever told I me. I don't it. think you're that small. I'm 5'3", dude. I'm pretty small. You're not 5'3". You're, like, as tall as my brothers. you got to be at least 5'5". Eric is slightly... I'm, like, 5'5", five, five, I would say. But I've never measured myself, so I don't really know. But I'm not tall. I'm not on the average height of men, right? Neither both of us are. Yeah, no. Right? But you're Mexican, though. Nobody cares. <laughs> but, um, but, like... We're both short men, but it's a weird thing. Like I didn't even start getting criticism about my height until I got I became out of high school. Out of high school when I was an adult. Yeah, yeah. Because now you're like, oh, now we're all in the adult world, so people like to criticize your shortcomings, basically, right? So I feel like because in high school everybody's like, oh, there's always potential for growth, or even like between like 19 and early 20s, they're like, you can hit a growth spurt. I never had a growth spurt. I think there were like some things genetically involved with it, but also like dietary. I wasn't healthy in high school. Like I did nothing to be healthy and encourage the natural process of my growth. But yeah, I think yeah. I, I don't think that really stuck to my... I, I didn't drink coffee. I drank a lot of soda, which sugar could have stuck to my growth. But what's the most I could have been? 5'9"? My dad's 5'9". You know? So it's like... But I never got the criticism for it. And then playing basketball with people in my 20s, then you start to... You're like, yeah, I just get the short criticisms because people are like, I don't want you on my team, bro. <laughs> You're really short. Yeah, yeah. So that became a common thing. But... So, with your brother, how's your brother feel about the dad scenario? Like, is your dad, your brother just lives his thing, he doesn't yeah. care because it's not an immediate part of his life? Well, he you know, he was so little when my dad left that he doesn't remember him. He just, every now and then, he just asks me what he is. Which is completely you know, it's, understandable. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a normal thing for a kid to ask him or not, you know? 
Sometimes, sometimes he asks to get com- uh, communication with him and whatnot, but... Well, is he asking you this or your mom? What do you mean? Like, when he asks, like, I want to communicate with my dad, does he ask you or your mom? My mom, oh. mainly, because... What does your mom <clears throat> say? Well, she gets sad. It is, you know? Sad. Yeah. But it's one of those situations that it's not possible, you know? It's very difficult. Not, not, not only because we don't know where he is, it's because... We just don't want anything to do with him anymore. He doesn't look... He doesn't reach out to try to... Because, I mean, he's had somewhat of a relationship with you. He's, yeah, I mean... He's he, worked with you. So, yeah. you you guys have, like, done that. Yeah, but... See, the thing is, though... And I even told him at one point that I saw him more of as a friend than as a dad. My dad is my grandpa. Because he's the one that raised me. You know what's really interesting about that? It's like... You thought of your dad as a friend, as him being this figure that's in and out of your life. Yeah. It's like, my dad's been in my life my entire life. And even that, I had a period between 19 and, like, 23 where, like, I was smoking a lot of weed. And me, I've been there. Yeah, we were, we were there. And my dad, my dad's always smoked weed. I didn't even find out my dad smoked weed till I was 19. But, like, between then was when I was smoking a lot of weed. And my dad smoked weed, so I started smoking weed with him. Like, it was like... We lived in Troutdale. We, I would get home from work. We'd hang out in the garage, listen to music or the radio, and smoke weed together. And just bullshit, right? And my friends would come over and all that. And so I always had this relationship with him where I thought of him as a friend. Yeah. Like somebody I can trust, right? And even though he's my father, he's a lot older than me, I haven't had this relationship with him that... Some people, like the matriarch of your family kind of relationship, I've never had that with him. Yeah. Well, I don't necessarily think it's wrong to have that relationship with him. That doesn't mean I don't respect him and I don't love him, because I do. But it's just different. Yeah. And it doesn't mean it's worse, you know. And so as I've gotten older, got married, had kids, um, and then he spent time with my kids. It's like our relationship has grown and he respects me more, but the feeling of that hasn't changed, you know? So I understand what you're saying because it's like, it, I don't know if that's a separation thing or just being the child of a distant immigrant who's like emotionally distant from you. Well, let, let me put it this way. He didn't teach me how to ride a bike. He didn't teach me how to... How to drive. How to, well, technically a little bit, but I basically learned by myself. See, I didn't learn um, any of that from my dad. My, my dad didn't teach me how to ride a bike. He didn't teach me how to drive. He didn't teach me how to do anything. Yeah. It was my older brother. My older brother is the one who taught me how to ride a bike. He's the one that taught me how to how to drive. He's the one that kind of like was my model for how to be a man. Yeah. Or yeah. how yeah. To, to how to learn things. Yeah. Like that's, he was my example. That's basically my deal because I'm the oldest of three. You're like that to your brother right now. Well, and my sister too, actually, because yeah. she actually, even when my dad was still around, she would come to me for... How does she feel about that? Like, has she had, like, any relationship with your father at all? Um, not really. Like I said, he's he's pretty much out of the picture. Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson, go smoke a blunt real quick. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. Don't come on, Willie. You're okay. Um... Like I said, you know, we we try not to uh, really talk about him very much because we don't have any communication with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, even if he tries to reach out, we don't want to. 
just because of... You don't really have a need to right now. Yeah, no. Like, how do you feel? Do you feel like you need him right now? Like, do you ever get moments where you're like, I would like to be able to talk to him? I don't, because I I, I don't... Mm. It's it's really hard, because I've had friends who have parents who are divorced or separated. And I don't know how to... Like, we'll have conversations, I don't know how to communicate with them or how to help them. I don't know why I feel like I need to help them about it, because I don't have an understanding of it. But, like, I, you know, like, it's pretty rare to meet people whose parents have been married for so long. Like, yeah. you probably have friends or people that you know that were in a relationship long-term, had families, got married, and then they're not with the person anymore. That's yeah. not uncommon. So, like, I don't, I don't really know, like, what to say. I'm like, because my parents have been married for 40 years. They've had their ups and downs, just like any couple. You know, like, there's been times when they felt like they were going to split up or it wasn't going to work out and they had some internal problems. And then I've had my brother and sister who are married for a long time and they have their issues, but they hold it together. You know, I've been married for almost five years now. I have two kids. And so far, so good, you know. But, like, I don't really necessarily know how to give advice to people. And maybe it's, it's just not my place to give advice to people who... Yeah. Oh, I mean, all I can say is my dad is the way he is, but I will definitely not be anything like he ever was. I'll just keep it at that. I, dude, I totally understand. I'll just keep it at that. Like, it's weird, because, like, <laughs> my, my dad has been in my life my entire time. You know, we didn't... We were... He was there. Uh, we didn't have a lot in common. We grew up in two different environments. My father's an immigrant who lived in Portugal for the first 17 years of his life. Moved to the United States, lived here. He was... T- 30 years old when I was born. So he's like my age now. But, you know, like, he was an old school dude. He was raised by an old school father living in an island off the coast of Portugal. Like, they lived a completely different lifestyle. The fact that he came to the United States and managed to take care of himself was like, he's a true survivor. But, like, my mom being a modern mom, but, like, with kind of old school values, and then moving to the Pacific Northwest and growing up in Portland my whole life, it's like, you know, I'm the way I am because yeah. of my environment. And so it's hard for my dad, who's an immigrant from another country, to relate to. To relate to, yeah. And I, I totally understand that. Like, it took me till I was in my mid to late 20s to even understand that without that being, sense. like, resentful and be like, oh, my dad, my parents don't understand me. Like, why don't they get me? And then you realize, yeah, they're different people coming from a different time and a different place. And I grew up in a different place. And now it's like, having kids and being married, they none of that stuff really matters anymore. You don't really care. Like, you know, we what we where we want to live and what we want to do and what we like to do for hobbies is different than what my siblings like to do. Like, I like going to the city and going to get some vegan food and spending time in the city on my day off and get like just having being around people where like people in my family don't want to do that. They yeah. want to be at their house in the woods and live that life and nothing's wrong with that either but like you know Greg I'm gonna go to bed okay I love you I love you good night night. and so that makes it pretty difficult to kind of like for people to understand you but then you start you stop to think like why do I even care why do I care why people see the the person that I really truly admire is actually my mom your mom is she's she's a straight up trooper. I mean, just so you guys know, we were drinking bourbon out of wine glasses. <laughs> okay, if you've just thought about this for the last twenty minutes, 
Like with fish drinking bourbon. It's not apple juice, I swear. It's not apple juice. <laughs> I thought I had bourbon glasses, like small glasses for it, but apparently they got broken in the process. So, yeah. <laughs> We're having a good time. Go if you could pay attention to a shirt. Wait, the more I play with it, the bigger it gets. Self-explanatory. <laughs> and it's not about the cars that's on it. Because those are completely irrelevant. You can remove the cars, and they're the exact same words on Don't the shirt. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I need I need some comments to say why I want to stop wearing <coughs> shirts that have words on them that aren't the brand of the shirt. I don't shop at Target, I swear. No, he buys them online, but <laughs> the wrong places. Okay. <clears throat> We're gonna get. I'm gonna get you some better shirts. I'm gonna get you some flannels. <laughs> like you got. Have some, oh, did I you get a haircut? It. Yes, I did. You did. Today. So you got a hair. Okay, that sounds like you've had a highly productive day. So you managed to get a haircut. You get it cut at the beach. No, actually. So you so, got your haircut during the morning. No. Okay. So this is this is the way that it worked out, right? Yesterday, I went to go pick up my quad. Yeah. After my trooper took a dump on me. How did you trooper? It's gonna be fixed, it? by the way. I mean, it still runs and everything, but it's, it's it wasn't gonna make it all the way down there, dude. It was an hour and a half away. So you so you got a warranty on your <clears> alternator, <throat> so you'll be able to get a new one. Yeah, I got a warranty on my alternator, so I'll just warranty it. But um, after that, I went and get I went ahead and got the uh, the Forerunner as a rental, mm-hmm. which was awesome because I got the whole weekend out of it for the price of one day. Nice. So that's why I was at the beach today, you know, getting taking advantage of the time that I had it for. But, um, so I went and picked it up, got back to my mom's house, because that's where I'm going to keep it, dropped it off, and I took care of my little brother for the rest of the night, because she wanted to go out with her friends here, you know? That's nice. Yeah. Your mom still goes out with friends. Yeah. I mean, every now and then, you know, uh, over does, ever think, does it ever bother you to think that your mom was like, getting weaned down by a bunch of dudes? Uh, see, that... Because you mess with boyfriends. You've had to be some See, the thing is, though, she also, actually, she also um, asked for my approval before she was That's respectful. Yeah. My parents have never asked me one time, like, can I have your approval? I'm like, fuck your dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, she, she asked me for approval. She asked me what I think about the guy and whatnot, you know, if I, if I feel like the guy, you know, and I actually have to meet him. I've met. Hold up, though. So if you tell your mom, like, I don't like the guy, you think that keeps her from having sex with him? I mean, it's her own life. I can't tell her what to do and what not to do. But I think I guess, it's nice that your mom actually cares about it. I just, I just tell her my point of view, you know? I mean, it does kind of bother me to just think about it. Because, I mean, it's my mom, you know? To, but... to a point, because <laughs> there'll, there'll be, like, times when, like, my mom like, what'd you do today? today? Or, like, when she'll watch my kids on, like, a date night. And then I'll come home. We'll be out for a couple hours. We come home probably like an hour before we tell my parents that we're going to be back. Obviously, we do our <laughs> thing. Right? Come back, take a shot, whatever. Put on normal clothes again. Then go to my parents' house. <laughs> and my wife's hair will be like, Selena's oh, hair will be like a little wet. It's <laughs> like, did you take a shower? Yes, mom. It's like, what'd you guys do? I'm like, well, if you ask, we actually had sex while... We were at home and you were watching our kids. Is that what you want to know? Like, and she's uh, like, oh, too much information, Greg. I'm like, we just asked. But I love making my parents uncomfortable. It's pretty glorious. My dad is like completely, but it's not, okay, I don't like making my parents, it's mainly making my mom uncomfortable. I, I love making my mom mad. 
just because she looks so funny when she gets mad. Yeah, exactly. They look <laughs> devastated. Would you like especially when it comes when I mean my mom is a hardcore Catholic. So when she asked me Oh your mom is all you ever told me that. Oh man. Like with for example today on the way to the beach actually something came up about religion and she said what did she say? She said something about good and evil. I'm like, okay, well, what is... Okay, I told I asked her, I was like, what, well, who is the the one person that has done the worst thing in the entire universe? She goes, oh, the devil. I was like, nope. No. It was God. Yeah, the devil has gonna, technically not done the worst no, thing. No, And she goes, well, why are you going to talk to that? I'm like, well, because technically, God forbid his own son to go into heaven and um, made him the king of hell. Who does it to its own son? You know, she, she just... Unless she saw the law game she, oh, and he's like, hey, you know, I'm gonna do this but it might work out. It doesn't work out apparently. She, yeah, she was about to throw the chunkla at me. Chunkla. <laughs> oh. No, but I was like, do you do you understand that? She just didn't say anything. But no. man, was she mad. Yeah, well, dude, no. You, you see this little, I mean, it's, it's small, but this little gold chain used yeah. to have a cross on it when I was younger. You took it off. I took it off. That's how... Because the, the way I see it is, religion, to me, is just another form of government. Really is. It's you know, part of it. It's, it's just... It's they, been they used as you, a mechanism by governments. They tell you what to do, what you can and can't do, what you should believe in, blah, blah, blah. blah. It's a hierarchy. It tells yes. you, like... you. It's like you either... You either involve yourself in us and become part of the community and the country, or if you don't, we know how to exclude you and make your life worse. See, to me, honestly, I have to believe it. It's a tool. It's a tool. Yeah, I have to see it to believe it. That's why, why for me, I am a guy of more of a science person. Yeah, and which is completely logical, because science can be measured. Most sciences can be measured, right? So, like, I grew up the same way, dude. Like, I, I went to this... I'm not even... Like, out, my family's primarily Catholic. My dad was baptized Catholic. My brother and sister were baptized Catholic. My parents were never super religious, and they never made us go to church. But I think it was, like, probably fifth grade as I started going to church at Greater Portland Baptist Church. Shout out, Greater Portland Baptist Church. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are still around now. But I went there for a while, and I got really deep in the Bible. Like, uh, so I had a period of a year to two years where I was like, I'm going to read this. Because it was very interesting. Read the Bible. <clears throat> got this award after I read the Bible called the Timothy Award where they basically brought me up on stage in front of like a couple hundred people and I was the only person that the like the age of 70 that read the Bible and they were like people thought I was lying so they tested me on it and I passed all those tests because I read the Bible I know how to read it's not that hard you can learn <laughs> and and after I, I kept, they're like oh apparently you know what you're talking about so I read it and I was like you know even at a young age, it didn't make sense to me for a lot of it, right? So I'm like, I, I've had conversations with people in my life that are really devout Christians or Catholics. Nothing's wrong with whatever they believe in. But no, the one thing I've noticed is, is that I, with my own views, it's like, it's nothing is wrong with believing in what you want to believe because it fits your narrative and fits your life of how you... The, Choices you make, uh, what decisions you make, how to live. Like, and nothing's wrong with that because you can do a lot of good out of the Bible. The Bible can do a lot of good for some people. It's, but it's just you can't take it, you can't take it literally because the Bible 
I believe, was never meant to be taken literally. You know, like, so when you tell people of like, well, what's the worst thing that could have happened in the Bible? Like, because the worst thing that happens is the devil? No, because the devil could have happened without God's decision. And God created human beings, which when you create human beings are meant to deal with a certain amount of suffering. And if you create human beings, why would you want them to deal with this amount of suffering? And I know there are lessons and things to gain out of suffering, but after, this is my interpretation of this, but like after reading the Bible, I learned that it's really a book to kind of show you guidelines of how to live your life. Take yeah. That kind Just of give you, you, you know, points. there's a lot of benefit to come out of it. Yeah. I don't think it's meant to be literal. I don't think the timeline of how the universe is created or how the earth is created is literally what it is. Science proves otherwise. Yeah. Earth is not that young. Earth is old. The universe is old. Yeah. And that can be measured by science. You know? So when you tell a person who's a, a devout Christian who yeah. believes the earth is 10,000 years old or 2,000 years old or whatever it is, and you tell them, like, it's a lot older than that. Technically, humanity, the modern human, or all the way down to the Neanderthal and... Uh, the earliest of human beings when we connected with apes goes pretty far back mm -hmm. deeper than the Bible right so and you know and parts of the Bible are written by man yeah yeah and that's what I keep telling my you it's know, opinions my of man yeah. that are involved in politics because they were dealing with government they had government back then they had their own forms of it they had their own ways of control they had their own ways of like communicating with their people and bringing their people together and creating societies and the Bible was a part of that. Yeah. You needed the Bible to create and stabilize some societies. Well, when you expand those societies to different cultures, so you look at the U.S. now, we have a lot of cultures with different versions of whatever religion they came from, whether or not from Islam, from Muslim culture, Catholicism, Judaism. We all have our own versions. Yeah. Some are older than others, but they all kind of relate to the same thing. They're teachings of how to live your life. Yeah. I mean, the way I see it is, you just gotta have, you know, an open mind. Because I've read the Bible myself. You gotta have an open mind and yeah. realize none of us know shit. No. You know, we, ha we have the knowledge that the smartest people have tested and accumulated and made theories. But then those smartest people get their theories proven wrong. Because somebody else comes along and disproves that theory or proves that theory or anything. Yeah. It's continual cycles of learning. Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like... I know what I know because I'm stupid as hell. I'm a very dumb person. Because like, you're vegan. Yeah. <laughs> you need that protein in your brain, right? Okay, hold on. Hold on. You want to get to this topic? Okay. So, no. But, no, be vegan, bro. Come on. Don't even get that. Come on, how can you not enjoy a nice, juicy steak? But I also enjoy getting my dick sucked <coughs> without high cholesterol or having a heart attack in the process. Let me that's tell you. That's what you need. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me explain to you my. Okay, so obviously I'm vegan. I'm drinking bourbon and Sprite. I'm pretty sure Sprite's not vegan. Some animals have been tortured in the process. Of, <laughs> some fucking beaver or fish has been lacking of water based upon the coke. And, and, the, and the bourbon also uh, has something to do with animals because some trees were taken down, so that means. Yeah. Some some chipmunks or something, they don't have anywhere to live. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> Some chipmunk lost his home, brother. Okay. I'm sorry, chipmunk. I'm sorry, fucking Chippendale Rescue Rangers. But, like, somebody lost a home in the process of making this. 
See, and the beavers couldn't make uh, one of those. I could. Okay, so apparently the beaver. Tomorrow when I wake up and I drink a Starbucks vanilla latte, there's gonna be some beaver that fucking got molested in the process of me drinking that latte. That was in a can. Oh man. No, but like, I don't know. I I don't know. Like I've listened to enough people who you know there are people that are pro vegan, people that have le- legitimate um, science around the anti why vegan's not good for you. You know, and like, let's say somebody who's not vegan just eats what they want, they exercise, they live their life, right? They do what they want, right? There's consequences to all of that. Like, I can go pour out a drink from something and it's going to affect something. Mm-hmm. I can't, who, who can live their life knowing that they fuck, they're like, oh, I can't drink this Sprite because I fucked up a chipmunk, you know? <laughs> like, I can't drink this Sprite. Yeah, that, that, was, that, was the, that was the bourbon part. Yeah, okay, <laughs> can't drink this bourbon because it fucked up a chipmunk. This bread, this bride was probably a pig. Most likely a pig. The pigs <laughs> probably get the short end of the stick most of the time. Like I pictured the cows. Cows get fucked on a daily basis. You gotta think like chickens and cows are primarily on the same level. Yeah, I'd say people like chicken more than they like beef. But uh, chicken, beef, it's, it's more so. Yeah, beef. Like imagine like you're a beef or like a cow, and you're like, you know what? If I knew, uh, this is if they knew what was going to happen to them. They're like, you know what? I'm going to be served at a restaurant, sold for like a good amount of money for like prime steak, right? Somebody pay some good money for me. They're going to be sitting in a nice environment to eat me, and humans are going to feel good about eating a prime version of me. Chickens are like, I'm on a Taco Bell commercial. (laughs) 2021 has literally been Popeyes, Chick Fil A. Somebody making a better, chi- trying to make a better chicken sandwich version of myself. You know, talking about the chicken sandwiches and chicken meat or whatever yeah, in general. The naked chicken chalupa is actually not bad. You tried it? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a good. Not bad. Oh my god! Let me tell you something. Okay, I honestly thought about trying. <laughs> I thought about trying. The chicken is gonna try chicken. I thought. About, okay, I did it. I did not try it. I thought about it because I was like, when I was in high school, or when I was in high school, I was a piehead. That would have blown my mind that I could have a chicken-shaped chalupa. Back then, you know what blew my mind? What? Was that, uh, um, the, uh, the Fritos freaking, uh... The Fritos tacos? No, the, no, the, the Fritos Locos tacos? No, the Fritos, uh, local burrito or something like yeah. that. Yeah, something with, like, the, the shell was a Frito. Yeah. Or that, Dorito. That, Doritos Locos tacos. That's what it was. Ah, uh, no, that came later, actually. That came in like 2010, yeah. 11, no, maybe? No, I think, uh... Probably 2012? After. Maybe. Okay, for a couple years ago. But... Anyway, but... But isn't that funny? Like, me as a vegan, I am enthralled by, like, God damn it, they made a chicken taco shell. For one, don't want to eat that chicken, because somehow they got it to stay in the shape of a taco shell. Well, it, it doesn't really... Well, all they Do you have, think... All okay, have... hold on. Do you think when they've got... The, when, the, when you're a Taco Bell employee... And you got that shipped to your local Taco Bell that you worked at. You think it came in the shape of no, the shell? No, well, see, that, that's what I was actually going to get to. Or do you think it's, they cook it in the shape? Like, put actually, it in a mold? It's actually just a really thin piece of, basically, almost plastic most for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> and a little it's bit plastic. Of, and a little bit of chicken. And it's... Okay. <laughs> a little plastic. A little bit. <laughs> the world we live in. It's a, it's a little bit of plastic. It was plastic, but a little bit of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh my god, we're naming this podcast episode Plastic and a Little Bit of Chicken. <laughs> That's the name. And uh, so it's basically just like a like a really thin patty, about yay big. Yeah. And then they just put it in the fryer, and those uh, um, taco-shaping uh, 
metal things. What like the mold, the metal yeah, frames? Yeah, I'll go to call it. Yeah, I don't either, but that's what they do. That's how they get it into that taco shell um, form. And I and know this, and I know this because I used to work for Taco Time. And they basically did the same exact thing, just without the chicken. Look, give it up Taco Time, though, because they did have vegan options at Taco Time. They still do. They still do. Del Taco, they do. But the one time I had their vegan burrito, it made me feel the worst that I've ever felt in my life. Don't eat a Del Taco vegan burrito. That is the worst vegan option you can get from any place. No, the uh, Taco Times, though, is actually... It's just potatoes, rice, and I think beans. But uh, no, actually, it's it's more than that. I I still work there. I remember it's um, beans, rice, uh, sunflower seeds. They don't put cheese in it. Obviously, this will no, make it vegan. No cheese. Um, but they put lettuce, some like saucy substance in it. That, lettuce, like, tomatoes, uh, or pico de gallo, I should say. Pico de gallo, you can yeah. Yeah, and then some um, red sauce, some green sauce, and a wheat tortilla. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see what else. I think that's it actually they just wrap it up and make it but what get, but the one thing i've noticed from eating these burritos it's like why do they have they when i'm eating them i'm like they feel cheesy right because you, you want that like illusion of it i guess but like there was something in it that made it or gave it the consistency of cheese well you gotta think about this man it's all processed foods you know it's not, it's obviously not... It's healthy. not healthy. It's not healthy. I mean, even though it's vegan, it's still not healthy. It's like the devil giving you an option. Like, it's like, you don't want to eat meat. Okay, it's, but it's, how bad do you not want to eat it's meat? Like, it's like between <laughs> choosing the devil's lettuce and actual weed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, you want the worst possible lettuce you can get, or do you want to get high? Yeah, basically. Uh, it's, yeah. Like, it's like the, be- the closest you can get. Like when you're hitting the edge, you're on the edge, right? You're not you're not eating fresh salad, vegetables, and fucking seaweed smoothies. No. You're like, you know what? I'm struggling today, and I really need something that's probably gonna fulfill my emotional deficiencies. I'm gonna eat that taco type burrito. And see, that's the that's the that's the weird. Part Does Don Pedro's have a breakfast burrito that might, or some burrito that might be vegan? They can make it a vegan burrito, yeah. That'd just be potatoes and rice, right? With it the, would be potatoes, rice, beans. Um, and I think that's it. Oh, um, pico de gallo and uh, lettuce. Basically the same thing as... as uh, so think of this, right? Really. Let's say every day, you just decided for like three months, I'm going to eat a burrito every day, just minus the beef or the chicken. Do you think you can do it? <laughs> this brings me back to like the, time the, that I tried... The burrito got delivered to you, and you had no idea if it had chicken or beef in it. Like They're just like, here's a burrito... And you found out like six months later that it had no chicken or beef in it. And you just went three months with being vegan and you had well, no idea. Well, first of all, that's never going to happen because I can definitely taste the beef and the chicken. <laughs> yeah, okay, you're definitely, like, something's up with this burrito. I'm not going to be able to know what's going on. You're like, what the fuck is going on? But I don't think I could because I tried doing that and I couldn't even go two weeks. Really? Yeah. Okay, so remember when I had that period... This is yeah. I had, he had a period. I had a period. <laughs> I bled all over the place. I had a period where I was like, you know what? I'm gonna eat meat again. Sorry, vegans. He was glorious. Sorry, vegans. <laughs> this was a glorious time because I proved that I, that you know, I felt worse eating meat. But there was a time where I was like, you know what? I'm gonna eat meat again, just to give it a try. Because I was a vegan, not for the sorry chickens, sorry cows, sorry goats, sorry fish. Fish, 
you have the worst right now. I think I get it. You, know, you have like a bunch of Korean, Vietnamese guys, Japanese people fishing for you <laughs> and destroying your livestock, <laughs> just destroying your homes. Fish have it rough right now. But they always have. I even, even, even when Jesus was still alive, man. That's well, how they ate. Yeah, but the, the, those fish that Jesus caught were fucked. But they didn't have, like... Jesus wasn't sitting on a commercial vessel, like, fucking scraping the bottom of the ocean for, like, tuna. Might, it might as well be. He's like, this net can get you most of the fish. Jesus <laughs> was like, I could teach a man how to... I could, I could take you fishing to catch a fish. Or I can teach you how to fish and catch You fish. don't need soda. All you need is me. I can turn water into wine. <laughs> yeah, I can turn water into wine. Go figure. Sorry. But, <laughs> but all I know, I think about, this This is all in vanity. Like, I, the reason why I became vegan, I'm being completely honest about it, was not for the environment, was not for saving the animals. I am a shitty vegan. Not a good vegan. Because I realized after a while, when I ate vegetables, rice, and beans, I lost weight. Right? Might not have been in a healthy way because I might have had... I, I'm sure I dealt with deficiencies like lack of vitamins, lack of nutrients. Right? But at the same time, when I looked in the mirror and I had muscle definition, I was like, this is pretty great. When I ate meat, couldn't make, I couldn't take a normal shit for like days. Well, that's because you got so, so no, used no, no, to... No, 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 no. I got so used to taking a shit like two or three times a day. Then the person who eats meat, what was the last time you took a shit? When I took a shower about an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> or right, let me rephrase that. Right before I took a shower. Okay. So I can rinse out the That's the that's the, the the best way to do it. Shit the shower. <laughs> okay. We gotta save the trees. Yes, we gotta save the trees. <laughs> he does not have a bidet, so he didn't spray his butthole out prior to shower. What was the last time? How, so how regular are you are in your dumps? <laughs> how regular? So how? Yes, I'm not talking about the work dumps because I know I know when you go to work, you disappear for half an hour. You you're at work taking this shit. Hey, keep this between us. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you take? How often? What's the biggest gap between shits? Um, I I I believe I can go about three times a day actually. Good. Once right before I go to work, once at work, and once when I get home. Not going. Okay, so what what are you eating on your days off? Because I know at work, it's like throughout the day you're probably. You said you eat, you eat late, so you don't eat in the mornings. You don't eat breakfast. Yeah, I don't eat breakfast or anything like you that. You eat later on in the day. Well, that's that's because of my schedule. Yeah, your schedule. Yeah. It's you know, we're, yeah. we work nights, so yeah. you wake up later on in the day. You probably eat in the afternoon. Yeah, it makes sense. So let's say, are you eating for the first time at night when you're at work? Like sometimes. But Not right now anymore. Like Basically. the days when you really want to take your break at eight, are those the days that you're eating for the first time? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And I can never not, go until eight p.m. without eating. What the hell? It's basically most of the time, huh? Oh my god! <laughs> Why did you eat like at like four before you go to work? Nothing. Basically, mostly because I will be pretty focused on getting my school stuff done before. I you can still work. eat an apple. Yeah, but I don't know. It's like my mind just. Well, I know you're so distracted, so yeah. you're not focused on food. But that's yeah. not good for your body, because your body's going to store everything. No, you're telling me. Yeah, I don't. It's the one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, like, no, but so you wait that long to eat? Yeah. Okay, so the first, what, okay, so let's say minimally three days a week. Mm-hmm. What is the first thing you eat? Basically what I can get from 
if I make food at home, it's probably going to be like, I don't know, like a sandwich or something. What are you, you making bologna sandwiches at home? No, I don't like bologna. bologna. I haven't eaten bologna in years. Uh, Even when I started eating meat again, it was like elk and deer meat. I couldn't eat bologna. No, see, and bologna is garbage meat. Yes, it is. Fuck bologna. It is. Look at the name. No meat named bologna is good meat. Not only that, but the word itself doesn't even sound like bologna. No, that's it's what I'm saying. It's bologna. Bologna. <laughs> I think it was, what do you think? Is it Italian? Yeah, European so. bologna? Bologna sounds like something an Italian guy would put on pizza. But like, bologna. <laughs> but like, nobody should eat bologna. No. Like, as a 10-year-old kid, I would try, if I could travel back, if, if some guy from the future told me, you want to travel back in time and tell your younger self something, I'm like, don't eat bologna. Yeah. Because that's a combination of garbage. Yeah. And see, actually, I tried... They don't put bologna... When you go to Dom Pedro's, do they say you want a fucking... Some bologna in your fucking burrito? No, they want... They ask if you want chorizo. Chorizo is kind of the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, no. No. I've gone to Chipotle and they asked me if I want chorizo. Yeah, but chorizo... I just think of ground up beef. It's not... No, it's nothing like... Well, it is ground up beef, but it's... Mixed with other things, probably? No. Actually, it's just pure beef. So it's just crumbled beef. Yeah, it's just grounded beef in a, in a uh, inte- <laughs> intestine, really. Oh, God. So. I, I know this because I used to be a butcher. I used to make it. Is it, is it racist of me to think that one, a Mexican guy's been a butcher at least <clears throat> since life? Not really, because most of them haven't. <laughs> <laughs> and I know this because I'm Mexican. My uncle was a butcher for the longest time. Uh-huh. And actually, that job was my second job. My second per, uh, part-time job. Being a, like a butcher? A butcher, yep. Well, how old were you when you were a butcher? I was 16. You were 16 butchering animals? Y- yes. Not, no, obviously, they were well, not, not You were slicing meat. I was slicing the, the meat and everything and dispatching it, really. Okay. Making chorizo and everything. It was actually quite... Then, well, what does chorizo mean? Is that because it sounds Sp- like it sounds Spanish? Like, does it mean anything, or is that just the term for it? Honestly, I have no idea. Chorizo. Chorizo. Yeah. I... Because when I think of chorizo, it sounds like it sounds interesting. It sounds like something that you're like chorizo. What's that? I thought you, know? you say it. Yeah, it does sound quite. It sounds interesting, and it sounds like it doesn't sound necessarily like you'd be a mix of something. But somebody told me like, uh, now that I know it's like a mix of meat. Somebody said chorizo was a mix of like tomatoes and fucking garlic or onions. I wouldn't. I'm like, oh, that's what chorizo is. Not necessarily. It's like, it has its own proper, like, uh, marinade, you know? Oh, And yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Some, some of it, actually, they, they add beer to. Yeah, I've gone to some Mexican restaurants yeah. where they, they tell you that it's mixed with beer or, yeah. ma- or uh, cooked with some wine or beer. Impressively, it's actually, oh, and by the way, the carnitas, they taste a lot better if you cook them with beer. Yeah, but yeah. carnitas are vegetables, aren't they? They're vegan. No. Carnitas, I thought were vegetables. No, I've been ordering chipotle. Yeah. I've been eating, okay. Take it back. Take it back. You, I've not been vegan as long as they thought it would be. You mean, you mean sofritas? Yes, yeah, sofritas. sofritas are the vegan ones. Take that back. I had been vegan as long as they <laughs> carnitas. I I think of carny as like carnivore. So when I saw sofritas, I'm like soft. Must not mean meat. <laughs> no, carnitas are basically just fried pork. I've eaten carn. Okay, I've been a vegan for three weeks. I had car- carnitas. I haven't done vegan. I ate carnitas three weeks ago. Oh, thinking you? it was fucking peppers and tofu. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> I ate carnitas. Like- did you not realize on the texture? I didn't ru- I just thought they did a good job. Of oh like- my god, that was great. 
Oh, man. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm like dumbfounded. No, but the carnitas, they make them with... I'm good for a couple weeks now, though. <laughs> they they make them with beer. And actually, I got some. What kind of beer is it? Whatever beer they have in handy well, that's cheap. They basically, they use Corona. Why is Corona? Corona is the garbage beer they use for cooking. I don't like Corona whatsoever. I can't. I have I a like, friend that drinks Corona Lime all the time. I'm like, that's just garbage. I like my dark beer. Can't oh, drink beer, bro. Willie. This is my dog, Willie Nelson. But, um... I got too close to your weed there for a second. I'm sorry. <laughs> but... Hey, no judgment, bro. 2021. We're good, we're good solid <laughs> 47 minutes in, Juan. This is success, see? We're aiming for an hour. But, no, like... I get, I get confused by those terms. I'm like, carnitas, sofritas. So I'm like, sofritas sounds like it's them eating it. So, so soft, sofritas. It sounds like a like a softer, less intensive version of the carnitas. Carnitas, I thought, were like something that's imitating meat. No. Fuck! I so you see, you see what sofritas remind me of, to be honest? Frito-Lay. Yeah. I don't know why he reminds me of Free, Frito-Lay. Like, Frida sounds, like, artificial. Because we hear that in so many... Like, you can go to a grocery store and go through the the, the chip section. Something's going to have Fritas in it. Yeah. Doritos. Doritos. Um, uh, different forms of chip, the store brand. They all have that kind of similar name to it. Yeah. To what, what I'm saying here is, like, we're all stupid. And we think that... Some brands, based on how they sound, might not have some things in them, but we don't do enough research. The only person that's smarter than, or smart, smart enough is Sheldon Cooper. Who's Sheldon Cooper? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you talking about from Big Bang Theory? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't Cooper. watch that show. I don't. Oh, man. I didn't you... know Sheldon's last name was Cooper. Yes. Bro. You can't be a genius and have your last name be Cooper. He could be it was it's better than scooter. Bob, yeah, scooter, scooter is like you're, you're destined to be an alcoholic. Like scooter, who is it? Only name I'm scooter Braun. Sounds like a guy who's probably an astronaut, or a guy who played golf, and it's just plays golf all day, and his wife barely has sex with him. Now, when I when I hear the name scooter, all I think about is NASCAR. NASCAR golf. <laughs> I picture white people with the name Scooter. There's no other person in any other race that names their kid Scooter. No. I owned a Scooter. I owned a Razor Scooter once. Right? No kid should be named after a Scooter. That's what, like, Portland hipsters drive in the bike lane and get in car accidents for people is a Scooter. Nobody should name their kid Scooter. Yeah. Not even as a nickname. I agree. This is white people. No other race... You don't hear about Ethiopians naming their kid Scooter. White people name their kid Scooter. No. Have you met a Mexican guy named Scooter? No. Scutoro, is that his no. name? No. Doesn't exist, white people. I have met a Mexican named Bob. <laughs> his <laughs> name is Roberto. <laughs> in life. But somebody was like, I'm going to call Roberto Bob. <laughs> Bob Sanchez. <laughs> Jesus. That just sounds so bad. Bob Sanchez? Can you imagine him? Oh, my God. Okay, we'll call, take that back. We'll call this episode Bob Sanchez. Uh, Jesus. My, my name is John in English. Yeah, Juan. My uncle, not my uncle John's name is John. And in Portugal, they call him Juan. Juan? Juan. It doesn't sound as, like as... Wait, your, wait your name? No, my, my uncle John. Oh, oh your uncle. Okay, okay. And John, they kind of... The Portuguese pronounce him like Juan. 
So same thing, just pronounce it in a different way. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you're, can I call you John? You don't look like a John. I do not. Well, if I didn't have my black hair and I had just... You do have black hair. I know, but if I didn't have it... I used to have your hair, Juan. I used to have your hair when it was long, curly, it grew just like yours. Back when I was like 13, the last time I had your hair, had the same haircut. When I put gel in it or got it wet, it looked black. Now when I put water in my hair, it looks more thin and still red and blonde. My hair. Why do you think I'm wearing a beanie? Because I'm a balding 30-year-old white man. With a red beard and no hair. Hey, man, I'm getting to that point. My back hair is longer than my head hair, and my beard hair is longer than my pubes. <laughs> I'm going to pause this. Hold up. Pause this real quick. I'm going to take a piss. All right. So you're going to sit here in silence for five minutes. Sounds good. And we're going to keep recording. But I'm going to edit this out. Hold up. Ah. Come on, grab your drink real fast. Grab my drink, too. Uh, actually, I think I'm good, man. Okay, grab mine. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I'm going to have to leave pretty soon. I have oh, to go drop off uh, Dakota's trailer at his place. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. You can't say that on camera. You can't say that I'm going to drive drunk. I'm like, oh, damn, that's right. <laughs> 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 oh, I <laughs>
it's gonna be silver. Silver. <laughs> silver alcohol. That's pretty cool, man. Seventeen ninety two. Yeah. Honestly, the the only reason why I got it is because.